Hello and welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund in Washington, D.C. Zambia weathered the global financial crisis strongly, and last year the country's economy grew at more than 7%, among the best performers on the continent. Much of that was thanks to the country's mining industry and its reserves of copper and cobalt. But this Central African nation also faces some major challenges. These include ensuring a steady stream of tax revenues from that mining industry, building up its infrastructure and compensating for diminishing funds from traditional donors. Zambia's finance minister, Situmbeko Musukotwane, took a few minutes out during the IMF World Bank spring meetings held here in D.C. to speak to the IMF's Yen Meishu. He told her that despite these challenges, he was optimistic about the country's immediate future. We expect the economy to grow at a steady pace because we know that there is expansion in at least two of the existing uh, mines. Uh, these are big mines. And naturally also when these are new investments being made, they want cement, they want sand, they want water. So the construction sector is also going to grow and in many other sectors like communications. So we are confident that the growth is going to continue. Since you mentioned mines, the government has been facing the challenge of making the mines pay their proper share of taxes. So going forward, what are you doing to guarantee that the mines are paying their taxes and the government is raising a steady stream of revenue? First of all, the contribution by the mining sector to the tax revenues, it is rising. We have studied the tax regime of all the mining countries in this world. Canada, Australia, Chile produces copper like us. So we've studied all the mining laws in the rest of the world, and our law, mine tax law, is consistent with what happens everywhere else in the world. Our much more bigger uh, concern is issues when mining companies, because of their size, because of their connections, use all types of tricks not to pay taxes, but we are always putting investigators in place to look into the books and satisfy themselves that the mines are complying. Let me switch gear here. Another pillar of Zambia's economy is agriculture. Mm-hmm. And last year you had record maize production. And mm-hmm. maize is a very important crop in the country. Mm-hmm. The government bought a large share of the crop mm-hmm. uh, to support farmers. Mm-hmm. But that put pressure on the budget. Mm-hmm. So taking lessons from last year, how what can Zambia do to help farmers without overburdening the budget? Mm-hmm. Well, all indications today are that uh, this year too, we may have 15-20% increase in maize output compared to last year. So this is very good, particularly at a time when the rest of the world is concerned about the food crisis. Yes, it is true that uh, at the moment the maize marketing is putting pressure on the budget. But this is something that we are aware of and uh, we are discussing with experts within the country. Uh, here in Washington, I've also been intimating to some of our colleagues in the World Bank and others to say, can we think together? What we don't want is to discourage production to go down. 
So now, be it maize or copper, uh, Zambia needs good transportation system to, to export these products. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, traditional international donations are being phased out. How is Zambia going to make up the gap to keep developing transportation system? True. The traditional gifts are going down. Uh, you remember that we had debt relief a few years ago. That has given us uh, some room for extra debt financing to deal with issues of infrastructure. So debt level went down. Capacity to repay debt because of expanding economy is increasing. Therefore, it makes sense to borrow a little bit more so that we can sort out issues of infrastructure. Apart from that, where possible, we uh, encourage the private sector to deal with issues of infrastructure. For example, in the power sector, with the new mines that have opened, and the new mines that are still to open, the consumption of electricity is expected to expand. So already, I think next month, there will be a new power station, 700 megawatts. Zambia government's contribution to that is only about maybe 30%. The rest is coming from private investors. In this case, the China Africa Development Fund and I think the Development Bank of China, and then uh, Sino-Hydro. You raised a very important point here. What's your assessment of China's role in Zambia's economy and in Africa's economy? Well, it's positive. I think um, the first positive aspect of it is that uh, the fact that China is growing so fast means that the demand for some of the commodities that we produce, like copper, has increased. That's why the price is, is that high. Second point is that China has now become an, a capital exporting country. Part of the reason why Zambia uh, fared well during the economic crisis is because when some companies under the economic crisis were closing mines, the Chinese companies came and said, okay, they are closing the mine, we are going to buy it, we are going to maintain the labor, we are going to maintain the investment, we are going to expand the mine, this is what has happened. China has faced some criticism that it's taking natural resources away from Africa but not contributing enough to the economic development of the continent. And you said that's not entirely accurate. As we speak now, there is a special economic zone being developed in Zambia in the mining area. We call it the Copper Belt. In the special economic zone, industries and companies are being attracted to set up companies that make copper wires, companies that make alloys of copper like uh, bronze, brass. The truth of the matter is that whenever the economic change is taking place, people make politics out of that, they point fingers at each other. But for us, the most important thing is that are we better off now compared to the time when this growth of China was not there? And the answer is simple, we are better off now. And that was Zambian Finance Minister Situmbeko Muskotwani talking to the IMF's Yen Mishu.